And we are recording with Mr. Benjamin Moore covering a topic today that is very close to my heart, something that I always talk about on po- this podcast to the to the rolling eyes of any uh, consistent fan, as they've heard me talk about it a million times, about the, the effect that psychedelics have had on my mental health and how I really do think that they are the future of mental health. You are actually doing the work. You are actually spearheading this. Could you please introduce yourself to everybody listening, my man? Totally. Yeah, my name is Benjamin Moore. Um, left the Army three months ago, but for the last, what is it, 2022? <laughs> the last four years, I've been working with psychedelics pretty heavily. Uh, the last two specifically in service of other human beings. And yeah, it's been uh, it's been an interesting evolution of the process and how things are going, and especially looking into the future and the the, the fact that these things are going to become legal. And I want to say legal, decriminalized is more is more important. Um, because I, having to work in the shadows, like we were talking about, like shadow stuff, but working like sort of, I guess you could say, like in the shadows, and just getting people like me the availability or the access to the information that can get them the help they need and discovering that uh you know 2018 i <clears throat> i wanted i needed mushrooms uh, in 2013 uh i'll start back in the beginning 2013 i got home from deployment my uh my buddy gave me some mushrooms and it was one of the most euphoric feelings i ever felt that I could ever remember feeling. And I didn't associate it with anything at the time because, you know, I was, I was in the army, I was an infantryman, like we returned, like go back to work. So no big deal. But fast forward 2018, uh, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know which way was up. I just, just was like isolated and withdrawn from my family and my kids. And I just couldn't feel my way out of anything. So I just wanted to just sit inside and isolate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I remember this feeling of like euphoria in 2013 and decided I would give it a try. I was like, wow, better, better try that, you know, give it a shot, see how it feels. So I, I, I didn't have access to mushrooms. So I just grew them. I got all the ingredients together and grew them myself. And I grew a bunch because, you know, you, you know, you can't, you don't just grow one mushroom. Yeah, or just you don't, a grow, bit. You don't so grow an eighth. I, yeah. I, but in that, in that, in that year, I probably grew like a five to 10 pounds of oh, mushrooms. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, but I was taking them like five grams every couple of weeks, five, seven grams, sometimes like 10, nine grams, I think nine point something grams was the highest I've done. Um, but yeah, every couple of weeks. And I was, I was like visiting myself in other identities. I was my mom. I was my friends. Mm-hmm. I was, I was all these different egos that I was storing in my memory of it's like we we look at people in reality and see ourselves through their eyes yeah oftentimes and those things are remembered because you're you're feeling and seeing yourself and those things are remembered so all these feelings and memories and they need to be unlocked and released and i didn't know this at the at the time but yes yeah, all these like different egos and egoic energies that are that are tied up so after after a few years of this uh, i realized i need to find more people yeah. There's got to be more people like me. So I went to, uh, you know, I'm in the army. So I'm like super isolated in my, in my uh, perspective and my connection. So I didn't know who to talk to except my old friends back home. But, you know, 
they didn't they didn't have no connection to my my life and the people that I was working with. So I went to a, a psychedelics convention in Arlington, Texas, and uh, met met some veteran and got introduced to more vets and then kept kept the ball rolling and. Yeah, throughout the throughout 2020, I was like trying to solve the problem of like veteran suicide crisis during COVID, the height of mm-hmm. COVID. I was like, "Fuck, this is my COVID project." So, I uh, went to Mexico four times in 2020, and because of the laws in the United States and the fact that uh, obviously these things are scheduled, people can't take them. Well, in in my in my opinion, because the way I operate is like there's a mission, and if I know people are dying. Mm-hmm. And there's something I can do, a plant that I can give them to make them not want to die anymore. It's silly for me not to pr- pursue this mission. So the, the legal constraints of the United States were just you know, overbearing. So we went down to Mexico trying to find land to build a retreat center yeah. so I could bring vets down and do, and do ceremony and, okay. and do psychedelics because it, it's, it's decriminalized um, uh, for personal use in Mexico. So I was like, let's do it. We can, we're, you know, so COVID squeezed everything and, uh, travel restrictions increased and the difficulty for vets traveling under these constrict restrictions were just, it's just overwhelming. So we sort of re recalibrated and redirected our efforts to, to Austin, Texas. And we still have a place that we're looking at, but through the process, we rediscovered this new, new, new substance, uh, So it's mushrooms and 5-MeO-DMT uh, mixed together. Oh, and yeah, and it's, it's, but it's my, it's like mild. It's not, it's not okay. a, it's not a like mind altering. obliterating. Uh, no, not at all. It's, it's, it's a microdose. We, well, that's how we're using it as a microdose to replace basically everything. And, um, you know, I've, I've got people that are on SSRIs that are using it to get off SSRIs. I got people that are training professional athletes using this. So mm-hmm. it's like a whole range of like optimization, but, but in the process, like that's sort of how we've been trying to figure out how to get vets help as much as possible. And I realized like, so at a retreat center, you can help like 10 people a week, you know, at the most in, 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 in like the local, in the, like the, the locale, 10 to 20 people could fit at like a retreat. That's just, that's just like the max. But using these, this, this thing that we've discovered, we can get help to like, I don't know, millions of people if they, cause it's, it's a microdose. It's simple. It's just like microdosing psilocybin, mm-hmm. except there's no visual or auditory uh, interference. So it's all clarity Got it. and it's, it's so subperceptive. So you don't, it's not like something that overpowers or overwhelms your senses at all. It's a functional, that's what I'm saying. Like UFC, there's UFC fighters using it Yeah. Uh, or not UFC, yeah. mixed martial arts, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I can get into the, like that, the, the, the evolution of like me. So that's my story really is that I've been trying to solve this problem. And now the new VA study is like 44 vets a day are killing themselves Jesus. instead of 22. Oh, it's really bad. It's really bad. And like the VA has been burying the statistics since 2019. We haven't gotten any new st- real statistics since 2019. And Alabama did a study, an independent study uh, with all these other agencies and found out these really bad numbers. And so, yeah, so I, I'm more emboldened, but that's like my, my life because I came out of a uniform and I was a soldier. Like I didn't have an identity. I wasn't like Ben, I was staff Sergeant Moore, yeah. United States army. And I was in a uniform. I was a soldier. Well, I, I still, I still see myself in that way because a soldier is what, like a mission, you have yeah. some purpose to do something for the greater good. That's what I'm doing. So I need, I need to get people to stop killing themselves. I'd really like, I'd really appreciate that. Yeah. If someone could just like, 
tell people that are on SSRIs that there's hope to get off of them. Like that's the key. I have, I have friends. He's like, he's like, they, they just keep sending me more medicines. They just keep sending me yeah. more pills. And he's like, they're not working. When you go to a doctor, you go to a doctor, he's the most qualified person on earth. And he's giving you the medicine that's the most qualified in his opinion to solve your problem. Well, it's not solving the problem. So then what do you do? Like, there's nowhere else to turn. There's no, yeah. So there's nowhere to turn. So, you know, yeah. So I'm like, this is like the, the part where like, we're in that process of like waking people up. Then there, there is a, there's an overwhelming burden and responsibility. Like I was, I was as straight laced as you could get in college. I've talked about it a million times in this podcast, pre-med, all I did was study university of Georgia, number one party school. Didn't matter. All I did was study, going to be a doctor, got into medical school, but was m- deeply miserable. My first experience with psychedelics was actually, I'd always been scared to try them. And people, I always read like set and setting. And uh, I was like, well, I was just graduating. I was just finishing college from Georgia. Parents lived in Maryland. My brothers were in school in Georgia, uh, Maryland, and North Carolina. I'd gotten a medical school in Miami. I'm from New England. All my friends in Georgia are staying in Atlanta. And I just started getting the first serious relationship in my life. And I just, everything was pulling every which way. And I was like, well... I know they say you should have a clear mind, but I was like, I feel like now is a good time to apply this, this like psychedelic atom bomb. So I only took uh, two grams with a friend out in the woods and, you know, near his lake house, we cleared the whole day and everything. And I remember sitting in like a grass field and meditating for like seven hours. And to me, that was my first experience was like for my own, like crisis of my conscious, it just cleared I mean, it was like undoing a knot. It, the The way I describe it, it's the simplicity of. It's the simplicity of one plus one equals two, or like when you find your keys yeah. and they're in your pocket. I was like, <laughs> and I always say this: the realization I had was, I can still work hard and be successful, but not be miserable. Like I can love my life. Now, a couple months later, I I lost an older sibling to suicide. A year Sorry, after I that, I thank you. That was April fifteenth, twenty fourteen. A year after that. On the one year anniversary, again, I was like, let's up the ante. Let's take five grams and Terrence McKenna, let's sit in silent darkness, five dried grams in darkness. And I did that and not a bad experience at all. I came through just on the other side of just like, my brother's okay. Like it sucked and it's going to suck for a while. That was foreshadowing, but it's going to get better. And then about a year after that, I started to get suicidal. I'd been two years. I was plummeting downhill, decided not to go to medical school, super overweight. And that was when I, yeah, I took about nine grams with a ton of LSD and my logic, Mm. like if I can't handle this, how am I going to handle the threshold of death, which was something I was contemplating. And that was my logic was like, you know, where are your nuts? So I did it. That's right. And in that like peak moment, I just remember thinking like, if you want, you can commit suicide. But you will just come back to this life again and you'll have to retake the course that is Tommy Kerrigan. And it was also, and don't forget, you know, they always say like you shouldn't like shame, you know, people that are going to commit suicide. And I know that as someone that's lost a brother and aunt and uncle and a cousin. That being said, I was like, you will be passing this directly on to your parents and two brothers. And it was just like, are you okay with that? And I remember thinking like, I would rather die than have to make them go through that. And that's what led to me moving home. That's what led to me getting sober, losing a bunch of weight, years later starting this podcast. The point of that whole rant is 
is someone coming from a background of science of wanting to go to medical school of wanting to be an anesthesiologist and then wanting to and then i got into pharmacy school wanting to research this stuff is when you experience this not in some like let's take it and go trip balls at you know burning man but when you take it and you go in and this like splinter in your mind that's been destroying you for years is just removed like that there is a burden on your soul to go this isn't something where you just hey if you want to try this you're like dude I have to let you, if I see someone on fire, I have to be like, yo, there's a lake next to you. It's not like, yep. well, you Jump know, they'll, they'll discover it in due time. <laughs> yeah. You're like, dude, oh, yeah. no, here is water. Come over here. Let me put you. And especially when you lose someone to suicide, you're like, I can't sit my time. And then when there's laws about it being illegal, you, you tend yeah. to start to look at those laws as suggestions. Cause you're like, there's a greater good here. Well, there is uh there is hundreds of, churches that are operating legally in the united states and you know people argue the gray area and all this stuff but the de the fact is dea knows most of them exist and leave them alone because people are going there and helping themselves and saving their life and they're using medicine that is over 80 percent efficacious Uh as a comparison to ssris which are under 50 percent so uh yeah it's uh it's 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 been an interesting uh you know interesting process um and there's something there yeah someone you can go check it out i I don't don't give a shit i'll monologue um cool but but yeah that is something for everybody listening that is something that you kind of learn when you do these things is is that you know you sound crazy on the other side and people are like you don't shut up about it but when you experience like you can't you can't not come back and you're like it's not like oh i got drunk and i went to this bar you're like dude like truly like the pain and terror you're feeling you're like you can turn it off and at the very yeah. least if you can not even permanently but if you can just see a glimpse of what it's like to not live with these terrors and then you come back down you still have that memory. You're like, I've been to the summit. You're like, I've seen it. I know I can go back. And then it's natural and it's been around for thousands of years. And oh, what a shock. You can't make money on it because it's not patented. But it does, you become complicit if you don't talk about it. And people roll their eyes. Yeah. They're like, dude, you're just a fucking hippie. No, no it's the same. This is, this is like, it's the ability to see your life see the decisions you've made from a place that's not within yourself. Yeah. And so you can like, you can come to come to terms with the reasons and all these different, all these different judgments that you place on things. So you don't have to carry it. Cause we know information has mass, it has weight, it weighs. And so when we gather information, we in, we're entangling like neurons that are just, just they're engaged in our brains and we're almost running away from them because we don't want to think about the thought of what's hurting us. So we avoid it and we fill ourselves with things that distract us from ourself, whether it's sports or games or skiing, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Those are all, not that those aren't all good and awesome sure. things, but, but the majority of people that are dealing with life are using them as a scapegoat to escape from their reality and, their, and, what, and, and what, what will solve their problems. And we just keep filling ourselves. So people have like a regular job and you buy TVs and you buy cars and you buy all sorts of stuff to fill yourself 
with things because you need to be full. But the, the, the truth is like when you, when you realize that this, with psychedelic, when you do psychedelic work and you realize that you're already full, you're already abundant, you're full of love, you're full of all the goodness. It's just, you just need to think about it. And when you take mushrooms or ayahuasca or iboga or LSD, you are more, more in love with your thoughts and you're not running from them. Mm. You understand that they're just flowing. They're flowing like yes. a river yeah. and you, you don't have to latch onto them. You, you can just, they can just be. And it's almost like I was thinking about it today because I was, I was realizing I was at the gym this morning and you know, since starting this deeper psychedelic work, I work out less, um, but more intensive, I guess. And I realized something that's like, there's less physical trauma or pain. So like normally when I'm doing like front squats or squat cleans, you know, you get to like higher reps and your muscles start burning. You feel this physical, like physical alteration. Well, that's, it's sort of, that's sort of going away. It's more like energy is able to be transmuted because it's all energy, right? Mm -hmm. Pain is energy. It's all building energy inside of your, inside of your system, whether it's your sympathetic nervous systems, like fight or flight, right? You're, you're just like winding up, winding up the thing to, to do something, to run away or whatever it is. And so if we can take these pains and these difficulties and transmute the energy, then you can use it for your own positive, positive use, just like a mushroom does. A mushroom's eating the dirt, eating the, mm -hmm. the, the living organisms and all these things, and it's transmuting it into a usable thing for new life to consume. And really the beauty is like, it's also giving us the ability to talk to and remember where we came from. Yes. And it's also for me, like the feelings I always get on it is just the true, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like a quote that, you know, but you don't feel it in your bones. What's the famous one? Like be kind for everyone's fighting a battle or something. Yeah. But yeah, when you, when you take a, a hefty dose of psilocybin, you really see that in everyone. You don't just see it as like, well, I'm going through my troubles and everybody else has theirs, but Tommy's story. No, you really see everyone of like, dude, everyone is just, you know, with the exception of some psychopath, like serial killer, you're like, everyone, <laughs> of, of course. Yeah. The feeling that the kind of thought I always get, dude, everyone's trying their fucking hardest. And That's not only that is like, there's this, there's this level of like emotion just below the surface that it's you can touch it's just right there but we're so used to covering it up and when you finally start talking about it it's like it's like a it's like a huge iceberg and the center is water and all of a sudden it just starts breaking through the edges and it was this hard yeah. crystal and now all of a sudden there's gushing like water and you just you're not afraid to express love when you talk to a brother or a parent or a doctor and you're like, I just want to be better. Like, I just want to be a better person. You just, and all the fear, I think Terrence McKenna said it, you know, the universe, uh, nature loves courage. If you dive into the That's unknown, right. yeah, it's not, it's not a black hole. It's a, it's a, it's a goose feather mattress. Yep. Feel that love. And it's, and then you come back to this world and it's not that you come back to this world and now you're going to go live in the wild and you know, live with baby lambs or some idyllic shit. You still come back to this life. Like you're still going to go to the gas station. You still got to go get groceries. You know, you're still waiting for the hot water in the shower. You still got to brush your teeth. But like, and it's not only that the thoughts go away for me, it's more so you stop seeing them as individually good or bad, but rather 
not only passing, like you said, but they're also puzzle pieces. Like if you're building Legos as a kid and you find the wrong piece, you don't go, oh, shit. And oh, you're yeah. Like, oh, you're like, let's find the right piece. And then you just try. So when you get these things, maybe um, an old friend texts you that you haven't talked to in years and you guys had a bad falling out or somebody in front of you doesn't use their blinker. You stop seeing this as like, fuck this guy. And more so yeah. you're like, you're like, oh, hmm. this is what lesson is this? I know this and feeling. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it's yep. again, what it comes down to is, is like you feel like a psycho prophet. You're like, I know I look like the crazy guy screaming, but you're like, I know everything. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And then you have that, you have like the phony holy. You're like, dude, you don't even know. Well, understand. this is like, well, this is like, this is like uh this is like what I feel like if you adhere to like Christianity or you know, the sort of uh judaic religions like that's is the origin really like this is like the mystical experience yes and these prophets were doing the, the prophets were having these mystical experiences and then they were teaching people it's the burning what they learned yeah, yeah but exactly what do you exactly, think it exactly, is like exactly exactly and then the, the like you know the eleusinian mysteries uh, was was an important part of our history and the the ego that we're still living in you know unfortunately we're, we're still living in the in the the post-Rome Catholic Church ego that basically runs all of our society by uh -huh. its, it's just by its like archetype and foundations, like sort of everything's run that way where it's like men are running everything and they're telling people what you can't do. Everything is like a wall or a barrier or a barricade, like, like a maze for a mouse. Uh -huh. And, and these things before this, before this time were like freeing, we were able to free conquer death and see what life really was and see our importance. And so yeah, it's been it's been a long time of 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 this like sort of uh, taking it away. But I think the internet the internet's done a really good job at democratizing information, and so they they can't run from it anymore. They did it in the '70s. They outlawed psychedelics once again in the '70s, and but they, we can't run from it anymore because there's no way to hide the information. People aren't you can't turn it off. It's not TV, not a newspaper. There is something beautiful about like the symbolism of it, like it. It yeah. first poked its head out in like the 60s and like yeah. they did a good job on it. They clamped it down and they're like, no, you're all going to Vietnam. Shut the fuck up. Please. Yeah. And it's like they did a they they did a good job. But eventually it came back with a vengeance. And it's just there's something that I that I cannot help but laugh is when you're you know, when you're younger and you always laugh at your parents, they're like marijuana is the gateway drug. It is kind of funny. How marijuana <laughs> actually was kind of the gateway drug for America. They started with like yeah. what, like Aspen or Boulder. Yeah, it's just yeah, pot, yeah. and now it's a decade it's later. And it's like, yeah, you can do psilocybin. Good. Oh, that's a gateway. I know that's it's great, gate, man. Take me I know it's that great. Thing. I'll go to any of that. It is stuff. great, but it is kind of fucking yeah. funny how it's like it is oh, a gateway, totally. but it's but it is it's a great gateway. And then yes, but well, then there's also this this infusion with something that's it's also very pragmatic. It's not the star child. We're all gonna do this. You just. You're like, well, why don't we just plug this into like the plug and play system of, of capitalism? You start getting some guys going, wait, can I make a buck on this? Yeah, go for it, go do it, yeah. go whatever, go make your. And I'm not saying like price gouge, but it's almost like a farm. everybody can make yeah. money on this. Yeah, every like... every 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 group of friends could have their own farm. Yeah, and and grow their own mushrooms and have a have a, have a circulating income and have a little community bartering system. It's super simple. Yeah. And I think this is like we're th these plants and fungus, which also classify in the plant category because it's plant medicine, but they're, they're solving 
they're solving the it's solving nature solving the problem for us we're we're going back into the closed loop system i mean yeah we still have amazon walmart and all that but people that are that are working with these medicines or these plants are creating these networks and creating society, these yeah. these communities all by themselves like yeah. on accident like it's just yeah, yeah, happenstance yeah. and so yeah it's a really great it's a really great thing it was like thinking about how thinking about how these plants really are solving the problems without it's like trust plants not gurus like Ter- terrence <laughs> famous quote and it's true it's true the less we the people got or what got us in this mess to begin with yeah because yeah. you can tell anyone you want anything and really they believe you so it doesn't matter and this and in this day and age we can flat out lie on television on the news in the government it doesn't matter but plants will never lie to you they'll kill you or they'll give you salvation. Yeah. And we know what plants will kill us. Yeah. So the other ones are salvation and that includes food. And so plants are the answer, but we're, we're, and we're slowly getting there. And we've been in that, this misinformation age with all the artificial, everything, artificial food, like everything in the middle of the, the grocery store. I'm sorry, people is not food. Yeah. Like stuff in the Oreo aisle is not, that's not food. Yeah. It's just ground up stuff mashed together. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, edible you know, so, food-like so, substances. I think yeah, foods like like but it's like cheese food, right? It's like the the American cheese slices. It's yeah. not cheese; it's cheese food. It's, it's who who wrote? Uh, is it Eric Schlosser? Fast Food Nation. It's what he calls. He says edible food-like substances. He's like, this isn't actually food. It's just it's pretend. Well, well, how uh, how what better way to feed a factory farm than with factory farming? Well, yeah. We're the majority of Americans are factory farmed industry workers were built on the system of three meals a day, which was made by uh, uh, Henry Ford mm-hmm. to keep productivity high and only have one break during the lunch day. And that would, that, so we've, we've only been three meals a day since like the early 1900s. This is yeah. like an invented thing. Yeah. And so, so we live in that, we live in that reality and plant, the plants are the salvation plants are because they're changing, not just our minds, but our whole, our whole intention. Yeah. And, um, there is something about like this it's like that i think it's an arnold schwarzenegger quote like you become like that with which you work so if you pump iron yeah. like you become like iron and if you eat marshmallows you, you look like a marshmallow it's kind of that same thing yeah a factory farm and in like an industrialized society yeah we it propagates itself so we have these edible substances that you microwave and then you do the whole nine to five and you do the commute and then like you said it, it's by accident the people that are like eating the mushrooms and the edibles like there's no grand centralized plan, but give it a decade. And all of a sudden it's like, they're all kind of out in the woods with their own little air. They're not like removed from society. But I look at like some of my extended family up in like new England. And like these, I always joke. If New York was bomb, if, if an hydrogen bomb went off in times square, they wouldn't know for like a month, someone would come up yeah. and tell them and they'd be like, Oh, no kidding. Cause they're just, they have their own system. They all rely on each other. Like somebody drives a snowplow. Somebody else is a doctor. Like they all have solar oh, yeah. panels and their own firewood and they fish in their own well water. And it's like, huh, what a coincidence. What do they also do? Well, they also kind of, you know, they like little shrooms here and there. And it's like, they're all super, in, not in, again, not in some like hippie way, but they're, you know, super blue collar guys, but it's like, they all, they've all got their land. They're all very much so like in bed with the sunset up with the sunrise, the flowing of like, yeah. And it's there's no top-down control system. There's no let's all go be hippies. They just build their own little systems, and you're like, oh, yeah. you just add well, shrooms. That's the way, you know. And wait ten years. 
Oh no, it's and then you go there and you're like, how do I get here? It's this like loving, you know, I've lived in I've lived in I lived in suburban Atlanta for like 15 years. Then yeah. you go experience that for just a weekend. And yeah, you're like, so you, you, you feel like you're sure going you know home. now. I'm sure you know, like at, working with psychedelics, you, you realize like more more than we're own we're our own self, we're more like a conduit of intelligence mm-hmm. where the things we consume and the things we experience, like you said, the things you work with, they become you yes. because you're they're flowing through you so often it's that just, your body mimics it. Yeah. It's it's physical memory, it's RAM. And so, like as working with these with, with these vets, um going through plant medicine ceremonies, you can see the physical, the physical memory sort of unwind itself because yeah. people are get up and like do remembered actions, like physical actions, especially with like Bufo, um, where they're not aware of this at all. It's they're completely under, but their body is physically releasing the energy that's been stored in sort of this, in, in, their, in their memories and their experiences. So when you do something so often, your mm-hmm. hand will just make an action. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like make an action, Tire not shoes. stop yeah. Yeah. For, for, you know, forever. Right. So with me, like when, when, when I'm using, like with, when I'm working with mushrooms, my legs, I'll be laying down, but I'll be running for two, really? three hours. It doesn't stop. Yeah. It doesn't stop. I'm just be running in place. And that's just, I'm, I realize that I'm like, Oh, my body's doing its thing. Dude, it's, go. Just, it's just <laughs> it, it, well, because I'm in, you know, my head, I'm like, I have thoughts ruminate things are going no. on. So like, I'm always running, I'm always running. So it's like letting that thing sort of get out of you. Cause you're, have you ever read the book, the body keeps score? No. Uh, so there's a, there's a book called the body keeps score. Basically it's like in, in, to surmise your body is the, is the memory bank for your brain. Even though we, you know, our brain thinks we remember our brains, like just a, a conduit of thoughts. Yeah. In and out, in and out, in and out. But our body remembers, right? When you play video games, you remember how to move the, I was, I was literally move gonna, the joysticks, I was, right? But I, if you've never played video games, it doesn't work. It just doesn't, you can't do it. Yeah. And so when you do it enough, you create, you, 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 you do neuro, you're creating new, new neural pathways in your brain. Mm-hmm. It's like neurogenesis. Neuro playing video games, it gives you neurogenesis. Yeah. Exactly. So, so um, we have these things that are tied up with all these other actions that hurt us. And so our brain wants to get rid of it all. And so we got to yeah. physically, sometimes we got to physically like just move through it. Yeah. I remember one time uh, I, I had taken shrooms and I had my whole, I've only, I've only, I've done mushrooms on, on five times, uh, 2014, 15, no. Yeah. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and then LSD, I think three times. So I've, I did these like once a year, or like eight months apart. So like, I really took these to heart, but I remember one time I like, I got the experience. I got the message. And afterwards I was playing some video games and I played a, I played a game I hadn't played. In, I think I played like Grand Theft Auto, like Vice City. I played a game I hadn't played in like well over a decade. And I remember I just did a cheat code. And I was like, still just like high as fucking. I was like, what was that? And like, <laughs> and like, you know, I instantly spawned like the Harrier jet. And I was like, what in God's name? But that's something I've always remembered is because I thought that really is. That was a manifested experience of neuroplasticity another thing we see is like push-ups right do a push-up a day do then you do five a day after a year you know those 50 don't hurt it you just crank them out you can have a conversation and you're doing them well then you can also start doing that with your thoughts it's not some hippie dippy you manifest what you no 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 if you actually start much like push-ups at first it's it's difficult but if you start recognizing like the bad cycles of scrolling on instagram everyone else is happier than me if you start going through fuck that guy i hate that guy if you stop 
if you note these things and go, all right, now what's more difficult? You have to start paving the new pathway. And it's like a trail. Yeah. First, you have to knock down all the tree branches and get the vines out of the way. And you're like, okay, be grateful for why I'm here and be happy that things are good. And at first you're like, what is this? And then the second day, the second week, the second month, and then a year goes by and like, you're not drinking anymore or you're doing it in moderation. And like, whenever you start to feel a negative thought come up, you 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 bat it away like it's almost like an allergy. You're like, don't think about that. That's you're under you're you're fully you're fully in your own hands in your own control. Yes, but you yes. have to have that moment that yeah. pulls you out of it. Otherwise, you're oh, just yeah. gonna continue down that path. A key, a key, a key, a key is in the in the 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 old the old adage like see no evil, hear no evil, mm -hmm. speak no evil. And so, like as as us being a conduit of intelligence or consciousness, the things our ears are are like they work with our fight or flight system. So they're feeding that information. And then like our mouth and our, in our, in our is, is a different system, right? Because we're projecting with our mouth yeah. or we're sensing with our eyes and with our ears. Yeah. So if, if, if we know that process and like, we know that affirmation is real, that mm -hmm. we can speak our reality, then we, the, 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 the conversations that people have to have and with themselves is to remove themselves from places and people and music and, and media and things that are taking from them. Yeah. Taking and, or giving them dirt. And there's so much, you know, I want to bash like music, but like me, there's so much in music. You can listen to some lyrics and it's like, it's like, why am I here? This place sucks. Like, this is awful. And your people are singing this with pride. And you're, the thing is, you, you hear your own voice. So when you sing it out loud, you are hearing your own voice say these things to yourself. And when people don't realize it, is they're literally casting magic spells. It's an incantation, mind, right? Like you're saying right, it, it is. Yourself. Right? So we're magic. I'm a right? piece it's of magic. shit. Fuck this world. And you're like, yeah. what? I mean, it exactly. Once you wake up, right, you have to you, you have to wake up the perspective and the psychedelics get you right there. Oh, yeah. But but we can tell people all day long. I can tell I tell my friends all day long and they're not I'm like, Doesn't just matter. please listen to me Doesn't that they matter. can't hear it. They don't hear it because they're like, this is entertaining. Well, it's, it's what Ram Dass would say. He was like, don't yeah. don't preach to those who aren't listening because he's like, yeah. first of Give all, plants. Yeah, first he have, but first of all, he was like, first of all, it's like it's unethical to like prosthetize. And second of all, he's like, they can't hear it anyway. And yes, I know I was that guy. I might, I, I, my lab mate at UGA in organic chemistry. I remember he was like, in, in hindsight, I now look at it as just like, it's like the universe had a sense of humor. Uh, I mean, I was just, you know, like jarhead haircut study all day. Weed's bad. This is bad. You got to work. And then this guy who's next to me, he's always just, he's always just a baked long hair. And he's like, I think you need mushrooms. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. And finally, <laughs> years later, he's the one that got him for me. But like, and then I went and experienced it. And I just remember thinking, what a fool's errand it was to ever try to talk to me because I, you're trying to tell color to, and you have to be careful when you say that. Cause you don't, you also don't want to sound like you're some gatekeeper of knowledge, but no, it's like really like, again, Terrence McKenna, I know we're just quoting Terrence McKenna goes, but never trying psychedelics is like going to your grave, being a virgin. You'll never know what it, what it was all really about. Oh yeah. You have to. And the thing is, is like, it's, oh, so what, you have to be high all the time? No, you see it. You see these these bad when you're, you do mushrooms and then you come back and maybe you're in a group chat or something, like a group text you've been in for years. You start to become aware of, you're like, maybe it's like 
dude, this is really negative. You're like, this, and sometimes you're like, oh, these people are like, dude, these people are full of love. You're like, stay with this. This is good. This is good. You know, right. open your heart. And sometimes you're like, things that you think you should like. You're like, fast food tastes good. And you're like, but I feel like shit mm. after it. You're uh, like, who you wants look to at, feel like that? Exactly. But it's these things that you never know. And then you like, you look at porn and you're like, dude, this is not real. You're like, no, don't don't get laid. It's good when you're overweight and you can't get laid because you're like, fuck, I need I need to get back to the gym. It's these little <laughs> things that it's sort of it's a God's eye view. It pulls you out a little bit and you're like, hey, maybe turn the phone off at midnight. Maybe get in bed. Maybe you shouldn't have a light an inch from your face. It's these little things that sometimes all you need is just to be jostled away from it. From a Terrence McKenna and Timothy Leary said, not Terrence McKenna, Ram Dass and Timothy Leary. And they did a they called it Tianaloctica, Flesh the Gods, in Mexico when they're right when they're working at Harvard in the sixties. And they go, I learned more in seven hours than I had in twenty seven years of cognitive psychiatry. And oh, that's yeah. oh that's that's well that's 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 that that's the saying for yeah psychedelics in therapy it's like 20 years of in, in a couple therapy. hours yeah. it's all the same right it's 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 it gives you all the answers it gives yeah. you all the answers yeah it's just not that big a deal it, that's the other things thing. aren't that serious that's the other thing is when you come down you go i was scared of that yeah like you so just start laughing serious it's like, no, like it's, it's, it's all life it's, it's like shows you like this is this whole thing isn't that serious it's all a game we're all playing. We all make choices. Yeah. And choices are making our, our, our reality, literally. And not only is it not that serious, not only is it like, hey, you're not in hell, but it's also like, dude, you're in like yeah, God's playground. You're like, it's wait. It's like heaven, I think. Yeah, you're like, wait. You're like, we're on this like weird ball floating around this like warm stuff. Is everything made of crystals? Like little tiny crystals? Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like, hold on. Oh, trees. Hey, hey. You're like, you look at birds. You're like, here are these fucking animals that are just it's a natural soundtrack to life. You're like, wait, what would heaven be? It's this. You go outside and it's it's, it's warm and the sky is blue and you can and tree, trees make fruits that fit perfectly. You, and in you your can hand. eat. You can eat and a fucking eat apple, a watermelon. Oh, Are you ki- a yes. dog? You can hug a dog. This is simple, right? Yeah. It, but that's 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 the simple secrets. That's the simple secrets so that simple. we've so. It's just like eating Jolly Ranchers. Eating Jolly Ranchers than 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 eating a strawberry. We're so artificially flavored yeah. that we can't eat fruit. It's the same. It's because people oh, aren't eating yeah. food. So so we're we're overstimulated. Everything's overstimulated, and our dopamine is just ravaging our brain because yeah. we can get it right now. I can open my phone and watch a movie right this second. Anyone yeah. can. So it's like impulse. Give me exactly what I want right now, and it's all entertainment. And if we put the movie down. We realize this is a movie or a video game, however you want to see it's life. The best game, and ever. then you can touch it. Well, because you you have this. The video game is is only one sense or two: see, Same. sight, and hearing. Yeah, yeah. But we can mix all the senses together and go outside and feel the warmth from the sun yeah. or the cool breeze or the snow, whatever, yeah. whatever it is that moves yeah. you. But the the senses that we've been running away from because we live in air conditioning. Mm-hmm. We drive in air conditioning for the most part. We work in air conditioning for the most part. Obviously, not everybody. I'm just saying as the, as a gross majority. But I discovered that going back outside and just letting it, letting myself be outside for 15 minutes, 30 minutes a day, and not not with any specific purpose. Mm-hmm. I just felt better. I just felt better. Yeah. And it just 
because you're you're downloading all the things that are passing through you in your consciousness. Those those you're you're attaching the things, right? Because in real life, when you're when you're stressed, you're grabbing onto thoughts and memories because you're trying to fix them and figure them out. Same thing when you're feeling exuberance or joy, like these things are passing through you and you yeah. grab onto them, except they're not like jagged rocks anymore. They're like pillows and they want to embrace you and, like a hot and hold you yeah. really. So, so like that's, but that's the, the consciousness change that we have to f- help people to see. And you're right. Like you can't tell people, this is what you do. It's like showing them when you show up a better person, you show up full of joy to the, to the people that are run down or it's over. They just don't see the world as, as beautiful. When, when you show them your perspective by, by embodying it, people can't help but want to become that. They can't help but go, why are you so happy? Yeah. What are you doing differently? Like, I just <laughs> yeah. cut the grass today, dude, but I don't know. I feel great. Yeah. yeah, no, you're, you're 100%, the smell, you know, you're a hundred percent right. It's a, it's a hundred percent. Like, again, the guy who was like my lab partner, now that I look back at it, it really just does seem like it's like the universe just kind of like, isn't wasn't that funny? But it's me like strung out, like studying like flashcards on like benzene and ketones. And he's just like looking at like, we're sitting there and it's like the sky is turning red and he's just like, Jesus, that's beautiful. And I'm sitting there like in my own world, like we need to be studying harder. And it's not against hard work, but just these little things where you go, oh yeah. And the only way to do it is is you have the the proof is in the pudding, right? I can sit yeah. here and tell you all day, and then you see the guy that's he lost fifty pounds, and you see him, and he he's smiling, and he's not in a mansion, he's got a normal car, and you just see him, and you're like, oh, you're like, man, you're like, I just fucking love making my bed. There's something about a clean bed, and it's like, what are you on, and where do I get it? <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's, I'm glad you asked. You know, here's a pamphlet on mushrooms, and it's like, what? And you're that's like, right. I don't know what to tell you, and it's just. But then other things as well, like safer than safer than Tylenol. <laughs> yeah, you take it, and it it's. But then, but it always comes down to is like, I can't, I can't tell you. It's just this is what you need to do, and eventually, they do do it, and like you get it like a text from them like a year or two years later, and they're just like, yo, you're like what's up? <laughs> they're like thanks, man, and you're like got pay it forward. <laughs> yeah, and you just like pay it forward, dude. Because somebody paid it forward to me. And then not only that, but you do start to see it as like um, it's almost like a fire ravaging a building and yep. it starts damaging the very thing that's supposed to allow the fire to be fought. The sprinkler system, the the stairwell for the firefighters to come up, but it's not a bad fire. It's the fire of psychedelics and of love and of empathy. The system, it'll hold out just like it did. It did it with the Vietnam War. Shut up, hippies. Go to jail. It'll it'll give it its best effort. But the system will go kicking and screaming because it's just the acid is dissolving the monster. And it, yeah, it yeah. will take time. And not only that, well, it's not dissolving and killing them. It's okay. Well, I think the statistics are showing too. So, you know, we know that like in the veteran world, they're, we're the, like, I guess the highest disadvantaged group that's committing suicide currently. And it's like really now that the new numbers is big, but it's helping, it's helping vets Obviously, in this, there's, there's, so there's, according to the expert here in Austin, who is leading um, one of the psychedelic research centers at the college here, um, said that only 250 people in the United States have ever gone through a legal study studying psychedelics. And, you know, there, obviously there's, there's like non-sanctioned, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, so the, but, but the data, but the data, and now that 
people like me and my brothers and sisters, we don't really listen to, you know, the way, the way you grow up in the military is like, you're supposed to like follow, obey orders, but you always are challenging authority because you're not mm-hmm. afraid of it. Cause you know, that like, you know, that a general is just a person it's just a dude and he's, he, and he's got to eat and he's got to shit and he's yeah. got to do all this stuff. So when you realize that you're like, wait a minute, there's just, there's just people telling me I can't do these eat the, things. Eat this plant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and so, and so, and so for like, vets don't care. So now thank, thank goodness uh, people like Dan Crenshaw co-penned a, a, a bill with uh, Ocasio-Cortez to allow vets access, uh, not vets, this is like active duty guys access to psychedelics when they're on transition leave. And that was part Holy of the shit. defense bill. Yeah. I didn't so, know that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so there's a lot of progress. So there's a lot. Well, that's, it's, it's because, because if a veteran that went to war goes to goes to talk to a politician or some lawmaker and says, this is the truth. This is what I want. They, there's not, no one's telling them no. Yeah. Who's telling who's telling someone like Dakota Meyer or. Uh, 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 yeah. Who's telling him? No, he went and yeah. did uh, uh, five amino DMT in Iboga yeah. and uh, Marcus Luttrell. Who's telling him? No. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, who has the balls to tell that guy? Nobody. Hey, you can't. No, it's just it's just well, it's just because well, the, their story is so powerful. That, that's what I mean. That's and what then I mean. When they're like this thing. And then when they go, this thing's healed me. Hey. Hey, lawmaker, what are you going to tell me? No, yeah. that's not happening. Yeah. They're like, tell me more. And, yeah. you know, so, so I, I, I think a big, a big, a big cause for celebration is, is the upcoming, they're just now talking about putting together a panel to build the framework to legalize Fuck psilocybin yeah. and, MD, and MDMA. You know, MAPS is doing the MDMA thing, which is, uh-huh. which is, which Rick, is good. But, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's all, all these things are good medicines. Mushrooms are just, are really key in the in the whole framework because they're abundant and there's no barrier or limitations on growing or producing them. They're like or a, accessing. They're them. like a good gateway to psychedelics. Yeah, well, they're safe and you can microdose if you want. You can take macrodose. Bit. You can take a lot, but they're abundant. They're abundant, so it's affordable for people. Yeah, for people that are so the the SSRI the, the cheapest SSRI generic is 175 bucks a month. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, you may not be paying it or someone else that's on SSRIs may not be paying it, but that's what it's costing them. Yeah. It's costing someone. So you can have mushrooms for like 10 bucks a month, you know, for how much you need. It's like nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. So to to kind of circle back to what I said earlier about like making money, I don't want anyone to think like that's my intention. It's more so of you don't want to go with something like I, I admire like the movement of the sixties, but it was also like too much too fast. You're 15 years removed from like uncle Sam and like VE day to like hair down your ass, Jimi Hendrix. Like, yeah, there's going to be a little opposition. They were still shooting black people with fire hoses. Like you kind of went in, they kind of went, I I respect it. You kind of went at a wall at 90 miles an hour. When I bring up things like you need to be able to make money. It's because I view it as more as like a, you got to judo it into the system. There is an existing. Oh, sure. We don't, we don't want to throw out the you whole have to give, You have to give people and you have to give people who aren't in the system or who aren't in psychedelics uh, incentives. Yes. And that's just, but, but also, but also it, it, it's a thing that costs energy to produce regardless. Well, it's, so it to is get things to someone. It's, it is a commerce. We, we a do. Commerce. I think it was wrong. There, there, there isn't a lot of space for, there isn't a lot of space for like, super wealthy and that's why companies like uh compass pathways are doing like supercomputer. they run like supercomputers to figure out um 
like to the figure out holding and the pr- no, no, just, no, just just psilocybin analogs. Okay, psilocybin analogs, just different ways to make psychedelics because if they can, it's all patent strategy. Yeah, if you can if they can make something that works, they can take it and get it patented because you can't patent mushrooms. Yeah, it's not able, right? And so if they but if they make an analog, they can patent it, and then they can be like, hey, I'm gonna put this in a pill, a caplet, market it, and and like so. I'm like, and that, like, first, like, glance, like, my soul is almost like, no, don't do that. That's the same problem. And then the other part of me is like, dude, take the win anyway. You like, just get your foot in the door. If it means somebody's patenting it, or if it means that it it leads to a politician being able to sign a bill, hey, take the fucking yes. win because it's a baby. And we're, it's also an irreversible win. Like, we're marching towards a oh, yeah. system where well, once, so world. once, once, once they do it. Once they do it, you can't they're going to have to, they ha- well, they have to remove psilocybin from the schedule, right? Uh-huh. So all the, all these tryptamines and, and all the other tryptamines, DMT, 5-MeO-DMT, all the, all the, all the analogs, because psilocybin is, psilocybin is like, the, we say like the anchor drug. That's the drug that DEA references that other, the other uh, tryptamines are an analog to. So the reason why 5-MeO-DMT or DMT is scheduled is because it's an analog to psilocybin or psilocin. So once they're approved, once psilocybin is approved or an analog is approved for clinical use, all the, all the analogs will have to be removed from the okay. scheduling. It's sort of that. like, a, it's just like, yeah, that's like the, that's like the hidden, hidden, hidden time bomb. It's and the, so, okay. yeah, because, it, because all these things are like, it references the analog, Based on, analog act. It's, it's analog like a legal act. precedent almost. It's yeah, like you exactly. got to shift the whole precedent. Yeah, exactly. And so, it's, and so, and so these companies doing the research, it's got, it, it's, just like with gas, even though, you know, we're not going to talk about the original, but just like with gasoline, we went from dirty, right? Dirty gas. And now we're going clean, mm-hmm. not necessarily saying electric, but like all the, it's just a green movement, yeah. clean energy, renewable energy. And that's the same thing with all these things. If we'll allow the market to create the salvation, like if, they, if we allow companies to, to come to market with a synthetic version they're not going to be able to say we can't use yeah. a, the plant version. Yeah. It's going to have to be removed from the schedule. You know, what's interesting. A buddy of mine t- brought me up, brought it up the other day, but like fentanyl is scheduled too. And oh. so, yeah, it's what? weird. Right. So, but that, but that just shows the incentives oh. and what, what this is all about. It's about money. It's yeah. about money. So, so, and that's okay. And that's okay because we know that mushrooms are affordable. So no matter what the, the big, the big box is. store drug companies come. We, mushrooms are still going to be the cheapest uh, mental health care on earth, which yeah. can, it can be almost free if you're willing to put in the elbow work. But you have to. Yeah. OK, I see what you're saying. But you got to be able to get the big companies on board because that will drive then it becoming legal. And so if you want, yes, you can buy. The thousand, yeah, you can buy the thousand dollar a month Silasex, but at least now legally, you'll still be able to get the mushroom. So it's like. You have to go to war with the army you have. So it's like, hey, man, yeah. maybe this leads to a politician being able to like take a picture or it leads to Pfizer lobbying. Hey, take the fucking well, win. It's alliances, it's going in- right? It's alliances. Yeah. These, yeah. Strange it's, it's, and, and so and so and so psychedelics show us that, that we if when we work together, yeah. anything's possible, because once we see the thing from the, in the military, like a soldier, like everybody is on the same mission. Right. So you're basically all the same. You all have the and- same thought process. Right. So you have the same thought process. Like, how do I solve this mission? Yeah. How do I solve this equation? So if we're all on the same page, the, 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 the equation gets solved faster and, and, and in a more prolific way. 
and so yeah i definitely i definitely see that not not that not the taking away from anybody but i definitely see that the research and the money going into this is a, such, a super good, good thing good no because these people are paying politicians these people are lobbying they're lobbying now i've never heard anyone in these industries lobbying against the the use of or the, the production of mushrooms but i'm or, or, of, of you know plant mushrooms i guess you could say fungus yeah. mushrooms but yeah. uh you know and no one in these organizations i've i heard talk about talk that or say that but you know as long as that's as long as that we're getting decriminalization alongside of these of these things then i think we're, we're we're fully fully able to work together with these companies because everybody has a different perspective on life and how things are and some people money is a really valuable storage of energy sure and some people it's it's and some people it's not that important and so those are the so the people those people need access to cheap affordable plant-based health care it's almost like the government working with the mafia at the docks in New York City in World War II. And they were like, hey, don't let any crowds in here and we'll kind of clear your prison sentence. Whatever gets the job done, we're all on the same side, right? Let's keep business. That's right. Exactly. That's how I look at it. I'm like, we don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like, not capitalism isn't evil. Like, let them make no. it. Who gives a fuck? Like, let's push it. That's right. Because, because there's the greatest evil and it's like 44 dead a day. I have my brother's initials. Yeah on my back like every day i see in the mirror i'm like there is real there's real and there are people alive today that it that doesn't have to be their fate and that is the all the hippie dippy shit they only need one more minute they just need they just need a minute or two minutes or five minutes they just need an evening just like change their mind get a breather just there is another and it's you look at it and as frustrating as it can be it's also kind of like magical to think like we're li- like we're reliving in a time we're right now we are living in like the industrial revolution of like mental health like we're living at the oh, yeah. precipice of things are about to like the textile like revolution where it's like yeah you can get a shirt for free now because they invented the loom or the model t or like the yeah. airplane it's like dude we're getting used to have to, to have a refrigerator they used to well, it's interesting you say the model t the mo- the first model t body panels was made with hemp fiber hemp, yeah oh yeah no, we're coming it, full circle. It, yeah we're coming full circle <laughs> dude, yeah dude it's awesome this yeah. is really really good really it's really like good. but there is this like you know it, it can feel dark when you're like i can't even get these mushrooms which are saving people's lives and you almost feel like you exist in a time when we're putting leeches to get the demons out but at the yeah. same time it's like how exciting is it to be at a point where not only do you get to witness it what a beautiful and noble purpose to be like, I can help push the ball in this direction. I can make yeah. this, you know, I had nothing to do with the creation of penicillin or air conditioning or an LED screen, but I'm reaping the benefits of all of it. Why can't I pay it forward? And it's, it brings, again, it's just one more reason. Why are you smiling? Cause we are helping push forward psychedelic mental health. Like it allows you to find bliss in this life. And you're like, Oh, and it's, it does seem and then like so, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up with this but like um then i always think like so as they become legal and right and then and people will start using them recreationally people that don't even quote unquote need them i think everyone does but it's all right yep what starts to happen when you when it gets into the mind of an elon musk or a president that's what uh, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 not i'm not convinced that elon musk hasn't hasn't uh worked not that's probably not the best example. but 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 this but this is the but no no but this is the truth this is the truth in in in, in my perspective and how i work with people it isn't it, there isn't a we look at like 
life or health, right? You're like, this is baseline, this is uh, depression, and this is exuberance, right? And so we look at things if people are depressed or from mental health, like we need to get people to baseline, but there's no such thing. We live in a constant flux. And so if we're looking at it from the perspective of optimization, of optimizing our current reality, no matter where we are in the process, then we can start from our own baseline and not have to even analyze, hey, where am I in this? Where am I in this process? We just, you just start working with yourself with an intention. And if, the, if psychedelics are useful to, to get people to that place, which they are for most people who are suffering uh, extremely, then we, it's not getting them to baseline. It's getting them to optimize. It's yeah. continuing to do the work because then in the rec, we say like recreational, but that's like exuberance, like music festivals. We, we would consider that like a recreational setting, but it's not, it's, that's like, that's a gathering. That's like the most, that's the most ancient tribal collection yeah. of people oh, and energy. So, but and... that's, but that's, but that's the optimize, right? That's going from depression and going past whatever baseline is and living in exuberance yes. and, 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 and knowing that there isn't a place where you have to rest is that when we strive in our life to be the very best version of ourselves we can, no matter how, how spectacular that may appear to other people, that's good enough for us. Yes. And that's when we can find our own value. And there's no more questions because it's just, you know, it's just action. It's just doing the things. It's, it's raw truth. And, and you raise yeah. your baseline. Like my baseline yeah. today yeah. is higher than my is much higher than my my baseline today. It was like my high last year, and it's like fuck yeah, yeah. let's keep moving this thing up. Um, yeah, but uh, I was gonna say, and finally, there's that quote. It's like you die, you go to heaven, or you die, you go meet God, and God looks at you and goes, "How is heaven?" And you go, "Wait, what?" And it's like, "Oh, you you're supposed to make it heaven." That's kind of how I look at this. Is like this, the where we are can be so much better so easy oh, yeah. and i think it will be um but i know i gotta let you go at seven um we'll wrap this one up um hold on i'll, I'll stop